Here at Audio Shelf, it's Shula Week! Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Two weeks ago, we were gifted two audiobooks by Chris Andrew Shula, who is a fantastic narrator. Fantastic. So we will be releasing two episodes narrated by him. So that's why it's Shula Week. It is definitely Shula Week. So the first episode that we're going to be doing today is called Thread of Hope. It is authored by Jeff Shelby and, of course, narrated by Chris Shula. It was actually published by the author, Jeff Shelby, and the audiobook release date was on December 6th, 2016. So it's relatively new. Yeah. And the duration was seven hours and 55 minutes. The genre was mystery, fiction, and hard-boiled eggs. I mean, (laughs) what? Does this say hard-boiled? Yes, it does, Brad. What does that mean? In my research for this novel, I found the genre of hard-boiled is when the protagonist confronts violence on the regular basis and it leads to burnout. So they become cynical in their feelings and attitude. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. When I saw it, I was like... Am I on a, a review for eggs right now? <laughs> but it makes me want eggs right now. I, right? Uh, I like them scrambled. How do you like your eggs? I, I've been eating hard-boiled lately. I mean, hard-bo- I I've hard-boiled. been eating hard-boiled. <laughs> oh, well, since you know so much, <laughs> yes. tell us the summary about Thread of Hope. Well, let me break this down to you. If someone took your child, how soon would you stop looking for her? Never. Never right? If someone accused your best friend of a terrible crime... When would you stop defending him? A week. (laughs) (laughs) After that, it just gets... It just gives me too much. (laughs) Yes. I don't have the endurance for it. Yes. So this first installment in a series by Jeff Shelby for the Joe Tyler character is basically introducing us to the main character of Joe Tyler. And he had a daughter. And seven years ago, his daughter was abducted right from the front yard. Putting on Christmas decorations. Oh my gosh. Call Denzel. Where are the fences? I know, right? (laughs) Where does it stop? (laughs) He goes through a lot of trauma and emotions through losing his daughter. They have never found her. He gets clues, but they end up being dead ends. And so he's feeling hopeless and his marriage falls apart. His friendships fall apart and he leaves town and he starts to become a child abduction crime stopper oh my gosh there should be a cbs show about that right but when joe's bff chuck gets beaten by somebody you don't know who and there's the rumor that he was doing some terrible things joe comes back to town to try to solve the mystery of what happened to chuck who is now in a coma oh my gosh someone wake up chuck somebody slap him in the face (laughs) and get him awake So that's what we have for this first installment of the Joe Tyler series. So let's just talk about the Joe Tyler series because I was not looking forward to this book. I'm going to be honest. The cover summary, you know, this wonderful narrator kind of sent us this book. It's not one of the books I normally read. But when I started, I was hooked. I was immersed into the tiny town of Coronado. It was wonderful. The the character development, the setting, the story, the twists. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Even though the book wasn't 
twisty throughout the entire thing there was still enough in every single chapter that left me hooked Mm -hmm. and wanting more definitely definitely the i think the shining star here though is chris shola yes this was one of the most fantastic narrations i've ever heard yeah i just fell in love with his voice Definitely. His voice, the tone of it was nice and clear. It was high quality. He was able to do voices in a way that made me go, this is one person? Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's what it made me feel. Um. It made me go, this is just one person? Yes, yes. Like, he was the male Tatiana Maslany to me. What? From Orphan Black. If you don't know the TV show, watch it. Yes. If that is not a compliment, I don't know what is. <laughs> it is the highest compliment. I especially liked his transitions between, like, male and female, because I could tell who was talking, especially gender-specific things. For instance, when he was doing Lauren in the beginning, he had such a gentle tone to his voice. It was a very feminine and easy-to-tell female voice. Yeah. I really liked that. And he just had a very easy-to-listen-to voice, I think. I mean, I I texted you at one point. I was like, he can read grocery lists to yes. me. Yes. And Ooh. I would be entertained. Carrots. Celery. I know. We, we suck at doing his voice. But. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of good voices. And, and I don't think he went too overboard with it. I don't think every female had a different voice. Every male had a different voice. But you can tell at that moment who was talking. Yeah. It wasn't confusing at all. Yeah, exactly. And I also think that it was the the writing. I mean, I was really surprised mm-hmm. at this writing as well. Because like you said, this isn't the normal book that we listen to. And it made me really want to listen to more Joe Tyler yes, stories. I, and I just found out there's like seven of them. Yeah. There's seven in this series of Joe Tyler. But there's only one that is an audiobook right now. Oh, this needs to change. Yeah. I know that it's self-published and it takes a lot of work to get on there, but I'm telling you, you guys have something great here. Yes, especially with Chris Andrew Shula. Please have him narrate all seven Mm -hmm. because he is Joe Tyler. Yeah, he is Joe Tyler now. Definitely. (laughs) Sorry, Chris, but you're Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Another great thing that I liked is his breathing was always even throughout the novel, except when he had to do different activities for the characters. Like when Mm -hmm. Gina was pumping weights and stuff, Mm -hmm. you could hear his breathing for that because he was emphasizing the fact that she was getting exhausted from doing a bench press. Exactly. And I thought that was phenomenal. When the basketball coach was telling him to practice, the basketball coach made Joe Tyler kind of practice with them. Yeah. And you could tell that he was running back and forth while he was reading and thinking. And it was just really kind of magical to hear him be active in the audiobook. Yes. I feel like that's something that we don't normally hear. Mm-hmm. I rewound a few times just to re-listen to mm-hmm. it all because I thought that was phenomenal. He made me feel like I need to go running or something. I, I felt know, like right? a, I was like a fat ass sitting on the couch. She lifted the bar out of the rack and held it high. And that's silly because it was junior freaking high. But still, I heard his voice and he didn't even have to say his name. I knew it was him. The combination of everything in this book, the voicing, the tone, the breathing, the emotions, all on point Mm -hmm. with him. I was obsessed. Yes. I didn't want this book to end. Yeah. Now we have seven books to read about it. Well, I'm not reading them. I'm audiobooking. Yeah. So they need to get on the production of this audiobook. Yes, Also, the production quality was really high. Was very high, considering it was self-published. Yes. Man, I was like, this is what... There are some audiobooks out there that are... 
very expensive probably to make, but yet they sound kind of crappy. And this yeah. was definitely on par with one of the best ones that we've ever listened to. Mm-hmm. There was no mistakes. There was no weird sounds coming from places. It was all one point. Yes. Now, one thing that I did have, I guess, a small problem with were the transitions between chapters. Hmm. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It was just very long. There were a lot of, between the chapters, uh, long pause. Long pause. And there's a lot of chapters. There's Mm -hmm. 81 chapters in this book. And each chapter is probably five minutes, Mm -hmm. I would say. Even sometimes less. Yeah. Sometimes they're a minute long. But the transitions between them were so long, and that makes sense if if each chapter has a good amount of information to it that you need to digest. Mm -hmm. But the chapters in this, not each one had a lot of information to it. But the pausing for line breaks and dialogue pauses were very minimal, and I felt those were a fantastic length. Mm-hmm. I Definitely. I f- was able to digest and kind of process all that was happening in them pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, I will have to say, since we're talking about long pauses and the idea of what if the pauses weren't there, I did speed it up. Mm-hmm. Now, I sped it up to about 1.5 because the 1.0, it was too slow for me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. I tried 1.25. That was okay. If there was an intense scene, a, a fight scene or something like that, then I played it on that just so I can get all the detail. But then most of the book, I played 1.5. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I listened to it at 1.0 for most of it. I usually listen to them at, mm-hmm. at the normal speed. And it's not until the end when I'm like... I really want to hear what happens. Mm-hmm. I need this twist. Yes. That I speed it up usually mm-hmm. just to get to that that twist part. So do you think that Chris had a pretty good interest in the story? Mm-hmm. I definitely think so. There's one example that I want to talk about is when, again, with the basketball team and they were in the gym and there was a line that says, play hard, I think by the, the coach or something. Oh yeah, they cheered it. And they cheered it. Yeah. Yeah, and there was like an echoed in the the gym or in the audiobook. And I thought that was fantastic and pulled out all the stops here. This was one person doing the audiobook and he's sitting there cheering like 10 different girls, right? you know? So I really thought there was a lot of interest in the story, even in those small parts. Mm-hmm. I took a couple of steps forward and awkwardly put my hand in with the rest of theirs. From the middle of the pack, Meg said, play hard on three. One, two, three. The gym walls echoed with the entire team's scream of, Play hard! My voice chimed in loudly with theirs. Even in the parts that you don't think matter to the story as a whole, Chris still put his all into it. I mean, some audiobook narrators we listen to, the publishers are like big places, Mm -hmm. but the narrators don't put as much umph into it as Chris does. Mm -hmm. Which I was just like, why is Chris not narrating every single book? (laughs) That would be good. Yeah. And then I also have this four hour and six minute mark that I want to talk about, the Boston accent. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I texted you and I said, do you hear this Boston accent? And you're like, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm coming up to it. And I said, well, look out four hours and six minutes into the audio audiobook. And I heard a Boston accent. And the, the words were when Joe Tyler was talking to... Derek, a high school numbskull, who was dating the girl that's kind of like missing, not missing, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to give it too too much away. And when he was talking to Derek and kind of threatening him a little bit, he was like, I'm going to break your arm. I'm going to fracture your arm. And and I was like, to me, that's like a Boston accent. When he was like, arm. Let me see if I can. And I'm saying arm. 
If you lie to me, I will find you and I will fracture your forearms. Forearms. Uh, forearms. Oh, yeah. I will fracture your forearms. In the scene, Joe is telling Derek that he's going to break his arm. And he says, I'm going to fracture your forearm. Meaning, I'm going to fracture your forearm. <laughs> <laughs> and if he grew up in Coronado, which is in California. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a Boston accent. Yeah. And that doesn't happen throughout everything. Believe me, was, this was the only time in the in the audiobook that I was like, whoa. Yeah. Boston coming at you. Yeah. Yeah, because when you said it, I did not recall ever hearing that. And then mm -hmm. even when I was going through and I was listening and I was keeping an ear out for it, I still didn't hear it. So mm -hmm. it didn't register with me that it was a different sounding accent yeah. or anything. So that, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's a critique. I don't think it's anything to say, oh no, then we'll never listen to this audiobook. But that's just something that I noticed. Mm -hmm. that, that you was, heard that was kind yeah, of jarring a little bit. That was kind of jarring. Talking about the book a little bit more, sometimes I was thinking that there was like unnecessary cursing in the book. And I mean, I, Interesting. I'm, I'm no saint, not saying that I don't <laughs> curse or anything, but there's occasions where people will, and this is in real mm -hmm. life too, they'll drop random F-bombs. Yeah. I just sit there and think, why did that have to be peppered into your conversation? So what's your f***ing point? <laughs> I'm just Well, my fucking point is that it's not needed in the story all the time. And I thought, sometimes I don't think that it's necessary. <laughs> That's my point. Uh, I think okay. sometimes that if it's written into a book and there's too many bleeps and too many like it's and ass and everything like that. Couples. Yeah. That it is. <laughs> 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 It gets to be too much for me. And I feel like the intelligence of the book diminishes a little bit mm -hmm. when there's just random thrown out there. Of course, sometimes in this book, actually a lot of times in this book, the f**ks and the s**ts and the f**ks were all well done. They were all well placed and mm -hmm. it was necessary, like in places of anger and things. Nothing you should be cursing when you're angry <laughs> or anything. I guess there's other outlets, but mm -hmm. it fit. And that was just my little critique of it. Okay. It makes sense. I mean, it's a good f***ing point. <laughs> I also didn't expect it when I first heard the first word. Mm -hmm. The first f***ing. I didn't expect it. <laughs> I don't know. Based on the cover, like you were saying, I didn't mm -hmm. expect this to be a book that had like adult content and adult language in it. Mm -hmm. And then getting into it and hearing the words start to create this world and these characters. It was just like, okay, it's that kind of book. I can get okay. on board with this. Okay, okay. Except when it wasn't necessary. Put some pepper on my tongue. Macy in the face. So overall, did you do you feel like you got a clear picture of the book, though? I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really felt like the town was built mm -hmm. pretty expertly for us. And like I said, the characterization of it was... Oh my gosh. So profound. Yeah. Like every character had a meaning. Mm -hmm. If you do listen to the book and purchase the book and read it if you want. Um... <laughs> 
Reading. Reading. God. What is that? But if you do want to listen to the book, prepare yourself to remember every specific character throughout the entire novel because they will come back up again. Yeah. And it's not actually hard to remember them. No, it's not. It's very easy to remember just the basics of who they are and what part they were in. And who they're connected to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found that to be really easy, even though there was a handful about about 10 characters. Yeah. Usually I think that that's really difficult to remember four. Yeah. Uh, but in this one, as soon as everything started happening, I... I think at the twist, I had a question. I was like, who is this person? But then I remembered. I still mm-hmm. knew who the person was, but I was like, why are they mm-hmm. the one? But then the twist is so obvious and you're and you're like, why didn't I get that? Yeah. It's like, why didn't I do more collection of clues? Why didn't I Scooby do this more? <laughs> the twist was really great. I think it just wrapped up the book very nicely. Which, after I listened to this and I was gathering all the necessary facts for it and everything, Mm -hmm. I was reading a review on Amazon that Mm. said that they felt cheated. What? Because the book ended on a cliffhanger. Um, it's called (sighs) Do Your Research and Find Out That There's Six Other Books. Who is this Amazon reader? I don't know. And I'm going to vent a little bit. To me, the series of novels always read as if they are a TV show with an overarching plot. Mm -hmm. So this book, the overarching story is Elizabeth's missing. Yes. And that's what we learn about Joe and what really drives his character and also his relationship with Lauren, Mm -hmm. the mother of Elizabeth. That part is, in each individual book, the subplot. Mm -hmm. Even though it's the main point of the entire book series where we're going to get answers and stuff, eventually, Mm -hmm. it's not what we are in the book for at that moment. It's the driving force of the main character. Exactly. If we were to have resolution of Elizabeth's missing in the first book, there wouldn't be a series. What are we going to read about the next six? Exactly. The story of Thread of Hope is Chuck being in a coma Mm -hmm. and Joe coming back to town and trying to solve this mystery for him. That is the main story. Yes. And that gets resolution. I hope this Amazon reader is listening to this. Brittany is reading you. Yes. I'm reading you like the book that you obviously did not read. What? Because you don't know what actually a book series is. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, it irritated me because then I read all the comments and they were like, yes, thank you. I will not read this. Thank you. I, and I'm like, no, you have to give it a chance. Like, mm-hmm. why are you going to base something, base your likes off of what somebody else said when somebody else's opinion of something mm-hmm. can differ completely from yours? I mean, there are books that I like that you don't like mm-hmm. and books that you like, I don't like. Mm-hmm. So... I don't... I'm getting fired up over here. You want me to hold my, your earrings? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm going to take my studs out. She's over here pointing. <laughs> I just... I just... I cannot stand when someone tries to tell me what I should like. Mm-hmm. And that they felt a certain way about something. And when their way of feeling, they didn't actually think about what they were talking about. Yeah. I mean, you can't feel cheated from this book because you do get the mystery solved Mm -hmm. there is no cliffhanger the only cliffhanger is that joe's story continues yes and And so you have to go on yeah it's a joe tyler series yeah Uh, people 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 you know why they got cheated is because it's the only the first audiobook there needs to be more audiobooks well i think that they were just reading and yes there doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. more even though this one was just published but whatever yeah Don't say that you got cheated because the author didn't give you the master key to the universe Mm -hmm. and you think you deserve it. Exactly. Mm. Keep searching for your, keep searching for your solution to life. (laughs) (laughs) You heard. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway. Wow. Okay. That was my emotions I'm coming sweating. out here. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, give me that Amazon yeah. reviewer. So, how do you think you should listen to this book? <laughs> <laughs> I actually listen to it at the gym a lot mm. because I found that the mystery of everything made my workouts like much more mm-hmm. yeah fierce i was actually gonna say this would be a great audiobook to listen to if i ran <laughs> you could pretend that you were like running from yeah. the from the mastermind criminal mm-hmm. of the entire thing exactly all the basketball player girls chasing after oh, me those basketball players i was like <laughs> i was like um are they gonna play horse at some point because that's the only <laughs> type of basketball i understand <laughs> I definitely think listening to this audiobook while you exercise or run or do something active would be a great fit. I also just sat at home and listened to it because at a certain point when the twists start coming, mm-hmm. twists start coming and they don't stop coming. Oh, get your, get your <laughs> twists running. <laughs> Go play. Hey, okay, now. <laughs> You're a twist star? All right, we're done. But yeah, I, I did on, on Friday after work. I get off at one o'clock on Fridays. Hey, um, I came home and I listened to this book till like about five o'clock. And I didn't realize how fast the story goes yes. and how fast I got done the audiobook. Oh, it went so fast. Mm. An eight hour audiobook ended up feeling like it was four. Yeah, definitely. So I would definitely listen to choose the audiobook over the actual book. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jeff, but. I think Chris Shola really made this novel for me. He really developed the character, and I I really like him being Joe. Mm -hmm. And Jeff still gets the proceeds from the audiobook. Oh, definitely. And he also is known as a fantastic writer, because without him, there wouldn't be the audiobook. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Jeff. Yeah, I I definitely think really fantastic writer goes hand in hand with a really fantastic narrator. Mm-hmm. And they just make a book and award-winning. This, and this makes me not want to judge a book by its cover. Right. I finally understand that message. It took me 27 years. See, I didn't have as big of a problem with this cover. <laughs> actually, when I look back and looked at the cover, it was actually a really pretty cover. It was actually pretty good. <laughs> it was like a nice bridge, which then didn't make me think, like, oh, San Diego. San Diego. The bridge. Yeah. Ugh. But yes, it was really dark and gloomy, but I just, I don't know, I was not excited. Because you know, some people, you know, they send us things and we're like, oh, we got to get it done, we got to get it done. And I was really excited about this mm-hmm. after an hour or two listening to it. Yeah. I said, this was a winner. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely, for me, and I think for you, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. would shelf this. Oh, shelf it. Hardcore. And I'm going to shelf those other audiobooks when they come out. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. I cannot wait. The rest of the six. I hope. Please. Please. This is this is a petition with just two people. Right now. But, and like our 121 listeners on Facebook and 54 followers on Twitter. Uh-huh. Them too. We're speaking for them. Yes. We are the voice of a generation. <laughs> we are the future. We are putting our names on this petition to make more audiobooks of Joe Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that sums it up. Did you get any hope from this? I got threads of hope. <laughs> Many threads. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. Yes. And look forward to our next episode. It's a bonus episode. Of Shula. Of a Shula. Week. Week. Book. Book. And please show us some love by following us on Facebook and Twitter at AudioshelfMe. And feel free to go to our website and click on the Audible link that we have there to sign up for a free trial and get two free books. I love free. From Audible. I love it. Yeah. 
And Audible is high quality. They're great. Mm-hmm. They smell good. You can get like a 28-hour audiobook free. Yeah, it's If you one choose credit. one of those books, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Wow. Mm. It's a money saver. And also, please find us on Google Music, Stitcher, and iTunes Podcast. And I think we also have a special message that we want to say. Mm-hmm. To our producer, Sean. Thank you so much. You spend countless hours editing. You do so much for Audio Shelf that we are just so happy to have you. And yes. we know that we wouldn't have Audio Shelf if it weren't for you. And so we totally forgot to thank him in our New Year New Year podcast. And that's why this is happening now. Thank you so much. Yes. We appreciate and love you very much. I love you more, though. Yeah, because, you know, how that works. <laughs> you know, marriage and all. Thank you and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. How do, like, noirs start? I wonder if we can put, like, a detective... <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like have you ever lost a baby <laughs> what <laughs> hookers it's Shula week it's Shula week and audio show okay chomp chomp shark week <laughs> oh yeah it's like an anteater coming through the door shut up oh. <laughs> take my part out <laughs> cause I was drinking my tea <laughs> but yes <laughs> I squeaked <laughs> you squeaked or shula <laughs> sorry it'll be bleeped <laughs> put some pepper on my t- macy in the f- so yeah I definitely think exercising will be a great idea to I definitely think listening to this audiobook would be- <laughs> I can't <laughs>